Amen. Please turn your Bible with me, and then uh, I will read for Samuel. I mean, Second Samuel, chapter eleven. I'll take some few verses. We can't uh, exhaust it this morning because of the volume, uh, but we'll just take a few verses, and also then we come to the book of Proverbs, chapter six, and then the mommy will read that for us. Proverbs chapter six. We'll read. Um, we'll read from verse twenty to twenty-six for now. Now, turn your Bible with me, please, to the book of Second Samuel, chapter eleven. And it came to pass after the year was expired. At the time, at when, the time when the king Amen. God bless you, man. Yes, I will be reading alone now. God bless you. You can mute your devices. And it came to pass after the kings, after the year was expired, at the time when kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servant with him and all Israel. And they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbat. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. And it came to pass in an evening tide, that means in the evening, that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, Is not this Bethsheba, Bethsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David sent messengers and took her, and she came in unto him, and he lay with her, for she was, she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her house. And the woman conceived, and sent and told David, and said, I am with child. And David sent to Joab, saying, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent, sent, sent Uriah to David. We will pause there for now. And then Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6 from verse 20 to 26. Bind them accordingly upon thy heart, and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall let lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is a light, and the proof of the instruction are the way of life. Verse 24. So keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongues of a strange woman, Verse 25, lost not after her beauty in thy heart, neither let her take thee with her eyes laid. Verse 26, the last verse, for by means of a word of a warish woman. woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. To a piece of bread. And the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can unmute your devices now and shout a big hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 God has been bringing his word to us on the subject, Enduring Temptation. 
and God has helped us to look at few of the temptation. Now, who can tell me uh, a few of the temptation that we've looked at? What are temptation that we must endure? Again, the word endure then again and again, it means to overcome it. So who can tell me any tem uh, the temptations that we have looked at that as believer we must endure? You kind of mute your devices. Love of money. Love for money and material possessions. Yes, that is the first one. Love for money and material possession. Love for money and material possession. Yes? Yes, love for power. And we say that one stems from pride. Yes, love for power. And we look at some examples. You know, people want to be powerful. They want to become who they are not. Uh, love for power. Now, and, and then this morning we are looking at law, temptation for sexual pleasure. Temptation for sexual pleasure. Now, from the story where we read briefly, it was the account of King David. Now, uh, one, uh, one signs of warning that each one of us must take it to is let us beware of comfort. Beware of comfort, whether as a man, as a woman. If you used to give yourself to prayer, to coming to church always, don't reduce it. Don't, don't even attempt reducing it because it has grave implication in the spiritual realm. Don't reduce it. Don't say, ah, seeking God all the time. Now, King David, the Bible said that, and it came to pass after the year was expired at the time when kings go for, go for to battle. So it was a time, normally it wasn't a time that you will find a giant, a mighty man, a, a glorious man, a wonderful man like David in his house, on his bed. It wasn't, it was not, David was not kind, that kind of man. He wasn't that kind of man. He was a man that was always outgoing to see the enemy put to shame, to see God's kingdom established. But on this particular day, yeah, King David decided to take some rest. Rest, as you know, has if you are resting where you are not supposed to rest, it has great implication. Now, and then as he rested in the evening time, I'm towards in the evening, King David rose up and he walked on top of the roof of his of his palace. I'm sure how they built it. Palace was that such that they built it in such like a staircase and the king can walk. And so probably the palace was the biggest house in, in the community or in the town. And lo and behold, there's a family that's house that's not too far from his palace. And it was at the time that he was walking. My question is, why will it be that particular day when David did not go to war? Why will it be when David arose and walked upon the roof? Why? Why will it be David? It is because the enemy is at war. Devil will try everything to bring a man a mighty man to a piece of bread. Now, and David was walking on the roof. Probably was just saying, let me just see all that is going on. And then the next thing was that, is I behold evil. You are going to pray and say, Father, 
as I set out today, my eyes will not behold evil. Make that your prayer anywhere you may be. My eyes will not behold evil in the name of Jesus. My eyes will not behold evil in the name of Jesus. My eyes will not behold evil. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And the Bible tells us that this, he behold, is praying a woman called Bethsaida. Bethsaida. And this, this woman, the Bible said that she was very beautiful. And they want to see the eye is a major gateway to our life. The eye, very, very powerful. It is the light of the body. So we must control what we see with our eyes. Now, the moment King David saw it, he couldn't control himself. God will help you to control yourself in the name of Jesus. Youth, your destiny will not be truncated in the name of Jesus. Married men and women, your home will not be truncated in the name of Jesus. He could not, he could not exercise self-control. And the next thing is that the, the evil seed was planted in his heart, and then he takes steps to execute it. You will not execute evil in the name of Jesus. Now, let's, uh, let's uh, stop there for now and then come to that book of Proverbs. Now, in the book of Proverbs, the Bible tells us about, it says, lost not after our beauty in thy heart. That's one of the reasons the Lord asks us to pray concerning our heart earlier, if you were not sleeping. Your heart, when loss is conceived, it registers in the heart. And when it registers, if you don't do something about it, it produces sin. From one level of sin to another, to another. First, David lost it. Number two, he invited the woman. Number three, he, he lay with her. Then not only that, after that, the woman got pregnant. Not only that, he organized to kill the husband. Not only that, he eventually killed the husband. Not only that, he married the woman. Can you see? So from just lost, what he saw, the next thing was that sin was conceived. And if sin is not dealt with immediately, it begins to grow from one level to another level. It's just like lie. If you don't confess the lie, that you have lied in the past. Maybe you are hiding something, maybe from your spouse, maybe from your parents, maybe from God's servant, or maybe from, you know, from things that are in your place of work or family, whatever thing, something evil that you know you have done. If you refuse to confess that truth, it keeps haunting you daily. And even when you have opportunity and you refuse, you know what happened? You lie again. So that is one thing about not dealing with lies, not dealing with loss immediately. If you don't confess it, if you don't go to God and ask for mercy and repent immediately. See what verse 27 said. I mean verse 26 and 27. For by, a, for by means of a warish woman. A warish woman. Now, these are two different cases, but they are related. One was, beside that wasn't a warish woman. She was just a, another man's wife. So she didn't commit any offense. But there are women that we call warish women. They are like prostitutes. 
They are like women that are set out from hell to bring men down. They will never find me. They will not find you in the mighty name of Jesus. They will not find our women in the name of Jesus. Sisters, don't yield yourself to be articles of destruction. You are not. You are an article of greatness. You are a great tool in the hand of God. Young sisters, don't yield yourself as an article of seducing men even to commit immorality. No, you are not. That's not what God made women for. It is the enemy that is trying to turn the destiny of women around. God made women very wonderful and precious. It is the enemy. If you look at the Bible from beginning to now, even to this generation, devil uses women to bring men down through their beauty. Now, through the Bible says, it says, for by means of a warish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. And the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Your precious life will not be destroyed. Your soul will not be lost in transit. In the name of Jesus. Parents, we that are blessed with children, particularly female children, we must start very early in life to teach them how to dress, to teach them the purpose of dressing. The reason why God made them beautiful it is not to seduce men. My wife was telling me some things yesterday at a point I said, please, I don't even want to hear that again. The things that are happening in the education system. And that's why we are going to take a few minutes that is left to pray. And the education system is one of the prayers we are going to pray. And it's also one of the prayers we will pray this evening at this evening, Youth for Christ Fellowship. Children of about 12 years, Fighting, I say, one took my boyfriend, one took my... I say, ah, I say it was irritating. It was disgusting in my ear. I can't even continue listening to that. In our own very generation. I mean, how can a 12-year-old girl be fighting with another, probably another 12-year-old girl in high school? What are they fighting about? He took my boyfriend. What boyfriend? At that age, brethren, we need to pray. The temptation for sexual pleasure is designed, the sex is designed by God to take place in marriage only. What is supposed to be a blessing is now becoming a curse on humanity. What is supposed to be a blessing to home is now tearing homes apart. I mean, you also hear of some stories of homes, brethren. Particularly with the men. It's not only the women. It's not only the women. The enemy oftentimes uses the women as tools. Now, men don't yield. We as men don't yield. The temptation for sexual pleasure brings great men to peace of bread. Peace of bread. Peace of bread. Peace of bread where you hear a young man going out with somebody else's wife, it brings that young man to a piece of bread. And that, now that was what Pharaoh's wife wanted to do. I mean, the Potiphar's wife wanted to do. That was what uh, you know, Potiphar's wife wanted to do to the destiny of Joseph. 
He wanted to bring the destiny of Joseph to a piece of bread. Brethren, temptation for sexual pleasure is a tool used by the enemy to send many. Many are in hell today, perhaps because of this issue. Paul, that's why we always have marriage fellowship. We discuss some of these things. My brethren, if you are married, be satisfied with your spouse. If you are not married, hold your body. If you cannot hold yourself, Paul says, instead of burning, go and get married. This is it. Don't allow what God designed to be a blessing to you. Don't allow it to bring your destiny to a piece of bread. We have to be very careful. We will stop here for this morning and pray. It's temptation for sexual pleasure. It's not only man. It's also a woman. When he enter a strange woman, then inordinate desire comes in there. That was what entered Potiphar's wife. I mean, a woman that has her own husband running after the destiny of a young boy. There is nothing in, a, in that young boy that wasn't in her husband. Now, the same thing I want you to listen to, all the men, the men, particularly the ones that are married. There is nothing in another woman that is not in your wife. There is nothing. Please, and the Lord will keep each one of us. We will not fall prey. Our heart will be pure before God in the name of Jesus. You are going to unmute your device as we pray. You are going to say, Father, help me to be rightly located as I go out today. I will not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. I will not walk into sin. My eyes will not be old evil. My eyes will not be old evil. Everyone is is everybody that must pray. Is everybody whether married or single? You will even hear of some marriage that the evil of sex is tearing their home apart. How? What should be a blessing is tearing home apart. You don't have to go and buy it. God has ordained to be a father. My eyes will not be old. your next prayer you are going to say father father put all evil desire out of my heart and make my heart pure david saw an evil image and he went for it that was what brought him to a prison do you know by that single act alone do you know the consequence of one is home? Oh, okay, now, sword has not departed from the house of, of Israel because of, this, because of the sin of David. Because of this issue of sex, it has not departed from King David. Now, pray this morning, Father, uproot all evil desire out of my heart. Yes, pleasure can be temporary, few minutes, but there is a consequence of the eternal. The consequence is the eternal. 
And then lastly, before you ask the Lord what you want him to do, I want you to offer prayer for the school system. We can't watch like this and the education system is, is, is dipping itself into decadence. The future of the... I asked, I was asking my wife yesterday, I said, what will happen to the future? If children of 12 years old are doing all this nonsense, what will happen to the future? Let's pray. I say, Father, arise and restore your word back to the school, to the education system. Lift up your voice. That's why, parent, you must open your eyes. Don't depend only on what they teach your children from school. Don't say they will teach them. It's a, it's a Christian school. Who told you? Christian school. They teach us many of them by Finally, I wanted to ask what you want the Lord to do for you. Brethren, are you here this morning? And you are not born again. You are not born again. I want you to please come to Jesus. He's the one that can save you. You never know coming to Jesus what it will save you. He saved you from sexual pleasure. It approached evil. It approached uncleanliness. He saved you from the traps of the enemy. Tell this morning you are not born again. I want to raise up your hand and say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge I'm a sinner. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Purge my heart clean. Make me whole. Lord Jesus. From today, write my name in the book of life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. According to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Lord, I pray as many that have prayed this prayer or that we pray this prayer. Be merciful upon them. Lord, I also pray for all your children. Answer their prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I'd like you to stretch forth your hand. King of glory, we are grateful for this blessed morning. We return the glory and honor to you. You are bringing this word to us because you are, you, are, you, are, you are simply preserving our life. You see what is ahead. Lord, you even see what is ahead of today. You see what is ahead of next month. Years to come. Lord Jesus, we commit ourselves into your hands as men, as women, as believers. 
as your children, both youth, married, singles. Please, Father, or put evil desire from our heart. Let the blood of Jesus avail for us. As your children go out this morning, let it be well with them. Amen. Bless them. Prosper they are going in and coming out. I pray in the name of Jesus, every trap put in place by the enemy, you will not be a victim. Amen. Anyone that has big evil pit for you, they themselves will fall into that pit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, I will be filled with testimony. Today, the men will go out of their way to favor you. You will Amen. dominate. You will Amen. rule. You will be Amen. the head. You will not be the tail. Amen. 